your audience is following you. Your audience is on Facebook and Instagram, they're gonna follow you to LinkedIn. If you say, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm doing these things, they're gonna follow you there. The same videos you post on YouTube, Vimeo, wherever your video platform of choice is, post them on LinkedIn. Because your audience is gonna see you on Instagram clowning and, and you know being real cool and casual one way, they're gonna see you like this in your Kessler suit. And like, who is this guy? He's not authentic. This is LinkedIn Lamar. LinkedIn Lamar. <laughs> LinkedIn no, Lamar. sir. Hey, what's going on, family? Welcome to another episode of the Traffic Sales and Profit Show. If you are a black entrepreneur looking for ways to grow your business and your wealth, you're in the right spot. And today I got the right person because we're talking about how to make money on one of the, the largest social media platforms that I feel like is probably the largest misunderstood platform, misused platform. Like y'all not getting to the money. So I brought a very special person to show you and teach you how today. Adrian Simpson, founder and CEO of the LinkedIn Pros. What's up, Adrian? How you doing? Hey, I'm so excited to be here. And um, what you say is absolutely true. LinkedIn is the most misunderstood, misrepresented, and just misused platform of social media that there is. So I'm happy to talk about it. I'm gonna ask you a question before we start. Do you think that LinkedIn makes or has the opportunity to make the most money? Yes, absolutely. No question. Mm. So listen, so if y'all thought this wasn't an episode for you, make sure you lock in and pay attention. Now, um, before we get into your story, like just give me a few things most people don't know about LinkedIn. Mm. Uh, most people don't know that uh, LinkedIn has the ability now to add an active live link. So if you want to schedule somebody or have them schedule on your calendar to talk to them right away, you can do that now. In your, um, your Was that in your profile or in the It's messages? in the header. It's in the header of your profile right wow. now. You can embed a live link to links to whatever uh, of, of Black Friday sale, a calendar, uh, an active page on your website, a, a purchase page, e-commerce, whatever you want it to do. Um, you can link right there. They can go straight to it, first thing. Second thing is, most people don't know that you should be able to tell a story in your profile in the about section about who you are and what you do so that people will know when, upon reading it right away. Third thing is, most people don't know that um, there's a strategy around who looks at your profile and why. And you should really be thinking about that as you are crafting the messaging on your profile and what you want people to do. Now, I feel like the people who probably don't do any of what you're talking about, who are the worst at the entrepreneurs? Absolutely. Because yes. my LinkedIn, it ain't good, but I feel like it's decent up until 2010. And 2010 is when I left my job. So I feel like it was, it was like updated up yeah. to that point. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been a little bit off the rails ever since. So people feel like LinkedIn is only, well, I thought LinkedIn was just for jobs. It's for jobs, yes, but people that work at those jobs have to work where? At companies. Mm, so the good. companies have to have a strategy. They're looking for employees. They're also looking for business-to-business -business relationships. If you own your company as an entrepreneur, you are a business. Yeah. People think LinkedIn is for corporations, Fortune 500, for jobs, but not for them which just floors me every time. Okay, all right, this is good. So before we jump more into that, which we got, um, we're gonna go way deeper than that, and you got some some nuggets you're gonna share with them. How in the world did you get into LinkedIn uh -huh. become, you know, like like where did LinkedIn pros come about? Like, like how did all this come so that you like niched down and became the expert in this field? For sure. So I've been on LinkedIn since 2009, like October 1st, 2009. I've been looking at it literally since then. Um, and I started because I was looking for work. So I was working at these jobs, um, doing okay in the corporate space, but then I got laid off for the first time. 
So my story is that I got laid off four different times. But the first time, I was young in my career. Um, my parents were in education and construction, so none of them, neither one of them had an idea of what, what laid off really meant. None of my friends did either, and so I had to figure out what to do next. So I looked for jobs, I looked for work, got on LinkedIn, okay. Uh, I got my second job. The second time I worked there for like seven and a half years. This time I was reading the tea leaves. So I knew that I was getting ready to get laid off. Like you can feel it coming, you feel the vibe. And so I really started leaning into LinkedIn. I started connecting with folks at businesses. I didn't want to leave Atlanta, that's the truth. Right, I'm in Atlanta, I've been here for 20 something years. I didn't want to leave Atlanta, so for me the strategy was, let's find corporations who are headquartered here, they'll have more jobs. Okay. So I started connecting with HR people, with talent managers, um, and sending them notes saying I was connecting, and also though, looking for the jobs on their company sites. Like I didn't just send them connection requests willy-nilly, like I had a strategy. And so, by the third time I got laid off, I realized that not only had I been doing these processes on LinkedIn, but I had repeated them multiple times. If I repeated them, then as a process person, I knew that I could repeat it and teach it to other people. Mm -hmm. The fourth time I got laid off, I was like, bump this, I'm starting my own company. I got questions about all these layoffs too, but we keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. <laughs> so what was the, the um, well, let me ask you this, right? Because by then you say, okay, I got a process. Is at this point you start kind of doing things for other people and training other people, mentoring other people? Like, how, how did that transition into a company and a business? So you're going to clown me, but I'll take it. I, um, I don't clown people here. You're going to clown me. I started years ago um, delivering free workshops in my community. So oh, you're about to get clowned. <laughs> I said it. <laughs> so, I mean, I knew that. Again, I had repeated this process. I knew that I could find jobs, and by that time I had started doing contract work for way more money than I had ever made before. So I was like, oh, bet. They're out here hiring people for you know a contract, a finite period of time, making way more money. I can do this. And so people have a fear that if I get a contract job, I'll have to just you know feverishly look for my next one, but that's not the case. Because either they will rehire me for, the first, you know, for that same company, or another company will find me, because now I'm in that space and I'm looking. But I also had optimized my profile. I was doing research on the keywords to embed in my profile that I knew that people were searching for because I had a strategy around how to do that. And so... Um, it's like SEO inside of LinkedIn itself. Absolutely. It's a big search engine, just like Google, just like YouTube, all these things. And so I had to start doing that and, um, and leveraging, leveraging it to find these new roles. Hmm. Yes, there's something else. Like no, I'm saying how, how you start the business. Yeah, transition yeah. So I started doing free workshops. Um, I started teaching people how to do, redo their resumes. And then, uh, quite frankly, I came to uh, Traffic Sales and Profit, um, uh, TSP Live in 2019. I came first. And so I had an idea. Uh, I was there. I was, you know, enthralled. I didn't, I didn't join. I didn't mm -hmm. join. I didn't. I, that's part of my story, too. But I left with oh, this. Right, I, let's, let's, I won't gloss let's, over that part. I'm going to gloss over that. So you come to TSP Live 2019. You see us open up the illustrious... <laughs> Dignified, often duplicated, often imitated, never duplicated. TSP yeah. Mastermind, you're not joined right then. Bruh, let me tell you something. So, if I can call you bruh. So, I'm Oh, you call me bruh now. But in 2019, you didn't join. You wouldn't have been allowed to do it. I was like, oh, okay. I, I, so, I was there when Janice Bryan Howard was there. I have a picture with her. Wow. I was on the front row, because I'm a front row sitter, right? So, I'm there. Arrested Development had performed, everybody's doing the thing, and I'm looking around like, what is going on in here? So at this point, you knew this was your people. You knew you were in the right room. I'm sorry, go ahead. Again, Proceed. I say, again, I say. But I was there, <laughs> I didn't have any background. 
I didn't know. And like a lot of people, I wasn't skeptical, but I was like, what is going on? I literally text my friend who invited me to come and I was like, what's going on? Like, what is, what's about to happen? <laughs> and they were like, what part is he on? What part is he on? What's going on? So they shared the message. Here's the funny part though. The very first day I was there, because I sat in the front row, I sat next to Nikki Clue. Mm. Nikki Clue sat next to me. We had a great time, bonded, met her, right? Meeting new people. Um, and the second day came back and she had moved. I was like, where's the nice lady? I thought we were cool. <laughs> she moved to sit in the, in the middle of the center row because when y'all opened the mastermind, she joined. Mm. And I was like, oh, okay. So when I finally joined, right, that following year, I was like, there's a nice lady I met and a few other people that I had seen on stage too. And they had all joined the mastermind? They had joined the mastermind. Wow. So unlike many people, because you, I mean, you look at me like, I can't believe you didn't do that. But unlike a lot of folks, I didn't regret not joining, but I did know that I could have progressed a lot farther faster had I joined when I, you know, when I thought about it first instead of the following year. Yeah, that's good. That's probably the, the most common thing I get from people that come to an event and have the opportunity to join right away, but don't is that peace because it's going to take you time to get to where you want to get to no matter what. Right. Um, so it's like, hey, I just could have, if nothing less, I could have accelerated by one year, getting to where I'm gonna get to anyway, but I could have got there one year faster. And the other thing I tell people all the time, right? I tell people, like, you know, you come in, People come to the mastermind extremely smart people, right? They go get us. So I tell them, hey, you're gonna be successful anyway. We just try to shut, uh, cut down the amount of time that it actually takes, right? You want to compress the amount of time it takes and speed it up with the support, the resource, the coaching, the community to get you there a lot faster and with new ideas and and ways to progress. With other people that's already taking some of that path. I will tell you. So and speaking of faster, so I have an MBA, right? I've gone to business school. I have an undergrad in business administration. So I. I definitely understood the tenets of business and the concepts of business. I owned other businesses before. Um, like I was saying, I, I used to have community events where I would invite people. I would rent the space, invite people to come because I wanted to just teach people about what I had learned and the knowledge I gained. I also had this really just passion for sharing about LinkedIn because I know that there's money to be made on this platform and we are not availing ourselves of it. I see money exchanged every single day because absolutely believe that if corporations are there in their position, they're looking for businesses to do business with. Now, they're not gonna just throw money at you. You got to seek out the right resources and find the right people. You got to share the right pitch. You got to have something that they want to, you know, to purchase and be interested in. And so because of that, I know there's money there, and that's why I started the company. I wanted to make sure that other people knew how they can make money there, too. I love it. So you're starting to show people. You're doing these um, uh, free community workshops <laughs> down at the local Y. Um, you get you get your whole thing together, right? So you're teaching people. At what point did you start to transition into helping business owners? Because at first, it's just helping people, like, kind of, you know, right. find better jobs, contracts, et cetera, like that. At what yeah. point, you know, did you say, I'm working with small business owners to show them the opportunity how to get to the money using LinkedIn? Yeah. Um, I had to attribute that to being in the mastermind. So again, I started with professionals and individuals and then when I got to the mastermind, y'all were like, what about businesses? And I was like, okay, yeah, they absolutely do need it. And so I really started kind of surveying owners and friends of mine who own businesses and folks in the mastermind to understand kind of where those gaps were. But I'll tell you, a lot of my business was about educating people, how you can use LinkedIn, because again, people still think it's just for jobs. No, it's absolutely for, for brand development, for brand definition, for positioning your brand, for showing what you have and what you can do, and then for drawing those businesses in and then selling them your services. So in the mastermind, I decided to pivot just a bit, not away from where I started, but to include um, sharing and teaching business owners how they could grow and increase their brand too. Okay, that's good. So, um, so you're doing that now, 
you know, you're helping individuals, you're helping businesses, you're going, let's get to the, to the business part and some things we can talk about. What are the biggest mistakes you see business owners make when it comes to LinkedIn? Mm. Uh, I'm and be real. Keep it 100. I am. I, listen, listen. The biggest mistake I see people making is that they don't take advantage of all the real estate. And so when I say that, like, what do you mean, Adrian? Well, I mean, there's a big old cover image. There's a rectangular space that is a, it's a graphic. It's a static graphic, but you can put anything in there. Y'all use Canva and come up with what you want, right? So they don't use that. They don't have up-to-date headshots. I always say be truthful in advertising. I'm not telling you to go and get a Glamour Shots profile, but I am telling you that if you got dreadlocks 15 years ago and now you have a short and curly, I mean, let's make the two match because people are looking for a trust, right, as they look to engage you on this platform. And so if you look vastly different now than you did then, then update your profile, that's all. Um, people make the mistake of really not fleshing out and sharing uh, detail about their company. They don't tell people what the CTA is. What do you want them to do? Uh, people, do, they are afraid of sales. People are so afraid of talking. I mean, people, oh, Adrian, I'm so introverted. I don't want to say anything. Are you introverted and afraid of money? And if you're not, then you should reach out and find the right people who are interested in your offer, right? Who are interested in your business and what you have to sell. Um, and LinkedIn has 800 million accounts there. Surely there's somebody there to buy what you have to sell. Get on there and look for them. Now, with LinkedIn, let me ask you this, right? Because, um, I post stuff on there sometimes, see everybody else post, and they get notifications, they post whatever like that. Are we looking at LinkedIn like we need to be posting, like, you know, like how, you know, in my Instagram feed, I'm posting stuff in my Facebook feed. Should I be posting on LinkedIn the exact same way? And if so, as a business owner, like what type of things am I posting? Am I posting engagement posts? Am I posting educational things? I'm teaching people. Is it like videos? Am I taking the podcast and putting it out there? Or is it all of the above? Yes. All of that. <laughs> yes. Yes. So... On, on you feel like you couldn't wait, wait, wait to like jump. You like, Bro, I was like, tag me in, <laughs> double attention. Because people just they have a fear of what to say on LinkedIn. Uh, number one, I'm telling you to be your authentic self, right? If you are talking to business owners and you're telling them what they should do and what they should, you know, what you have to share and what you're teaching them, share that on LinkedIn as well. If you have videos, absolutely share videos for sure. If you have, so LinkedIn doesn't have stories anymore like reels, but they do have the ability for you to upload video content, right? Share that. You're teaching the audience what you want them to know. There's a featured section on your profile. So when you upload posts and information, lock it in that featured section. So whenever I go to your profile, that's what I see every time, but rotate it. Don't let stale information live there right but make sure that um, you may not share the same information that you share on Instagram and Facebook but absolutely share video informational educational um, engagement right whatever you want them to know and learn and do and understand about your business share that there for sure and is it in the same voice though because as you were you were talking about you know your your authentic you and I was just thinking to myself like if I'm on Facebook I'm like you know if y'all ain't doing this you tripping you know you need to be selling something for Black Friday like, why not? You know, this is what I'm watching on TV. And, and last night's uh, reality TV, this is what I saw happen. Here's the business case. Right. But I feel like when I'm on LinkedIn, I need to be a little more formal. King's English, even. It's like church. But guess what? Your audience <laughs> is following. In old church, you. not even a new church. Not but even this new King James. New church. King James I'm talking about, like, he's, he's a suit. I used to go, man, DMV is a spot called Morton's. You go there and get your little cheap suit. You be doing it. But that's how I feel like LinkedIn. I feel like I need to be... Polished and professional, like like the video content. Some of the video content I share on the other platforms, I'm like, you know, I, I like, I love it, but I'm like, it's not, it's not polished. I need a, a necktie or something to be on LinkedIn. <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna tell you though, your audience is following you. 
Your audience is on Facebook and Instagram. They're gonna follow you to LinkedIn. If you say I'm on LinkedIn, I'm doing these things, they're gonna follow you there. The same videos you post on YouTube, Vimeo, wherever your video platform of choice is, post them on LinkedIn. Because your audience is gonna see you on Instagram clowning it and you know being real cool and casual one way. <laughs> they're gonna see you like this in your Kessler suit and like, who is this guy? He's not authentic. This is LinkedIn Lamar. LinkedIn Lamar. LinkedIn, LinkedIn, no, sir. Lamar. No, sir. No, no LinkedIn Lamar. Now, I'm going to tell you, here's why people change up, because they feel like, well, there's more money on LinkedIn. They feel like people are stodgy and stuffy. And yes, people are thinking about um, work more so there, maybe business deals more so there. But when they meet you, which Lamar would they meet, though? That's good. That's a good point. Who are you going to share? That's a good point. Hey, if you're listening, I want you to think about this. Our community needs you. So if I need you to grow your business, it's only one way for you to do it and make it happen, and that is with TSP Propel. TSP Propel is like Netflix for black entrepreneurs. It's a go-at-your-own-pace self-study system of over 50-plus courses. In addition, we give you resources and templates to execute faster, and we're going to do monthly calls with my coaches to make sure you get everything you need and get your questions answered. For more information, visit www.tspropel.com. What are you going to share? That's a good point. All right, so I'm posting, I'm doing, as uh, our friend Monray say, all the things, right? The I'm doing all the things on LinkedIn, I'm posting. Now, I've seen some different interesting things. I've seen people doing, uh, look like newsletters. I've seen people hosting groups, right? They got groups on LinkedIn. Like, like, and I'm assuming this is all about community, because I'm like a community guy. So is that the specific reason, like, hey, I want to attract people and bring them in to me and closer to my office and what I do, or is it something else I'm missing? So it's all of that, but it's also, again, it is cementing you as a subject matter expert. Because I'll tell you a secret. There are over 800 million accounts on LinkedIn. Only 0.004% of people are posting, three million accounts. So guess what? You have all the bandwidth to position yourself as a subject matter expert. So you wanna post newsletters so your audience can find you and read about that. You wanna share video content. You wanna share um, audio. You wanna do host events on LinkedIn. Right, you want to go host an event. Hold on, what is that? What is hosting events? Is that just like Facebook? Like I do the, hey, you know, I got an event on this day, and, and it's just like the notification of an event. It is, but guess what? What if you told your audience that I'm going to host an event on LinkedIn, right? I'm going to schedule it here, and you invite your LinkedIn audience there, and then you did something live. It's the same thing. Mm. It's the same thing. So you can draw your audience in. They, uh, LinkedIn has audio now as well, just like old school Clubhouse, right? Remember Clubhouse mm. a couple years ago? LinkedIn has LinkedIn audio, and so. For live or just like record it? I record it and no, for just live. Put that. Okay, for live. You tell like I don't be on LinkedIn at all. I'm I like, see. I'm like, right. how do you log in? Like, what's the URL for this? You need to be on LinkedIn. All right. But I'm telling you, you like, so, dude, you've known me for years now. This is like, this is ridiculous. This is what I do. <laughs> but you have the ability to position yourself as the expert, so that when people are looking and searching for content on LinkedIn about whatever your subject matter is, they find you. They're going to find you because again, there aren't that many people posting on LinkedIn. Not as many accounts as there are. So the, the lane is wide open for you. So, so it's still, even after all these years, still Blue Ocean Strategy. Yeah. Because like I said, most people are on it just are literally, like I hang my shingle on it. Like That's me, right? I kind of hang my shingle on it. If you're looking for me, you can find me. Ain't going right. to be a lot of stuff on there. You can find out where I used to work at. Right. But it's kind of like the, <laughs> the, 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 the tip of the iceberg. But it sounds like a lot of opportunity to do a lot of there is so much, and I think that's the biggest, um, the biggest challenge, right, for people in their business. So that you working real hard to prove yourself on Instagram when LinkedIn has the business connection that you need to grow your business. I literally got a five-figure contract in a weekend. Two days, sir, because I was speaking on a platform on Saturday, spoke and had a conversation on Sunday morning. Monday, I submitted the proposal. By Tuesday, I was meeting with the team. My contract had been accepted. Five figures with a Fortune 50 company. 
So the opportunities are there. Here's what we should know, though, that the people who control that money look like me and you. Or they're looking for resources that look like me and you. Right. And so they're, they're looking and, and waiting for the opportunity. They're searching and they can't really find it. So they, they have to go on Instagram and search for business. They're not doing that. They're not spending their time doing that. Mm, that's good. That's good. All right. So um, let me ask you about this, right? I've seen on LinkedIn is something called Sales Navigator. Yes. And, and from what I've seen, I think like that's the real... One of the real game changes between LinkedIn and you were excited. Like, I was throwing these, these soft, this supposed to be hardballs. I feel like I'm just underhand throwing these softballs for you to knock out the park. <laughs> so, so tell me about, because I don't think the average person knows about the land of that other part of LinkedIn where, like I said, now we really talk about how it's for business development yes. and business growth. What is like the, the sales navigator or any other, you know, components uh, that people should know about that they don't? Navigator, <laughs> the is pregnant like, pause. This yes. is about to be good. This is about y'all lean into your audio, lean into you. This is about when somebody gave you the pregnant pause on purpose. She did a. <laughs> it's about to be good. Let me get. Let me get ready. Listen, um, mm, navigator is like the holy grail of of contacts, of connections, of access, because. For a, a nominal monthly fee, and I don't work for LinkedIn, right? But for a monthly fee, you can avail yourself of all of that data that LinkedIn has available. You can look for exactly the person that you want to talk to if you know your target audience. So let's pause right there, mm -hmm. right? Some businesses don't, many businesses do. Clearly around that avatar. Listen, if you know who your target avatar is, you can literally pluck them out on LinkedIn via navigator you know, and get a list of them and then start talking to them in the language that you know. You got to be comfortable to do that, but you can do that. You know, that, re that reminds me, right? Real life example, I met a guy that uh, was in the insurance lane. And, he, you know, he would go out and look for other insurance brokers as well. And he was telling me he was using the um, sales navigator on LinkedIn. And he said, hey, you know, I would do a search for individuals in insurance that work for this specific company. Yeah. And then he said, I literally would like send them, you know, a uh, in-mail uh, in mail, right? Message to their to their uh, LinkedIn inbox that that in the subject line was something like uh, opportunity for people that work at XYZ company, or like it was something very specific where like whatever the subject line was, if I worked that place, I would open it to be like, "What's up?" And essentially, the copy inside of that email was all about the fact that they had a new opportunity. And if you, you know, you work for this company, right, how they could do things better and they could do all of this and that. Yes. Because they knew what the company offered. They probably knew the commission structures, what it was all about. So they knew what the advantage was. But LinkedIn and the sales navigator in particular gave them the ability, like you said, because they knew they were trying to target, to take that very particular precise message and get it in front of the right people. And he told me he was converting like crazy. Genius. I love it. I love it. So here, here's, it's not even a trick, right? I, I say secret because the people don't avail themselves of that. People are more focused and, and concerned about whether they should spend $29.99 a month for LinkedIn Premium than looking at something like Sales Navigator that would change the entire game for their company. Mm. And, and the great thing about LinkedIn is, um, you know, we've used the HR portion of it, mm -hmm. right? Because they got like a paid HR, like, like it's so many facets of it yeah. where if you want to find great people, LinkedIn. Uh, to hire, right, to build teams with. You want to find uh, great people to do business development with. You want to find great, like, it's so much on there. And, and even, you know, you know, we're talking to small business owners again. We're always talking about the crunch to find great people and to find great folks for the team. And I'll never forget, I was talking to uh, a woman that was on the HR team of Infusionsoft one year. And I was saying, like, how do y'all find all these developers? 
because you know it's like a very competitive market and you're looking for a very uh, uh, specific type of person with a specific type of mindset and knowledge. Yeah. And I was like, how in the world, like, if I'm just trying to find like, like regular office staff and this all, how in the world are you finding like these developers with all this information? And they said LinkedIn. <laughs> and and it, was, it was, you know, even from a, a hiring perspective, right? I wasn't hiring like we are now back then. But, you know, she was like, you know, we don't sit there. You know, we post job descriptions and people come to us. But they was like, hey, you know, we're on LinkedIn actually looking for the people and identifying the people oftentimes before they even ready to leave or look somewhere and then recruiting them over to our teams. Absolutely. If you know who your, your competitors are, you're going to look for the sources that work at your competitors. Look at them. Look at, look at the descriptions that they have. Look at their work ethic. Like, look at their experience in history. You can identify and pinpoint who your ideal hire is based on your competitors, if you know your competitors, mm -hmm. right, if you know where they are. So you can do a search on folks and find, like, the skills and experience. But I'm telling you, if you're look, looking for, like, that needle in the haystack, look at your competitors and then see who they've hired and then start recruiting them. I get recruited today, and I promise I'm not looking for a new job. I mean, I have companies that are recruiting me in my inbox today because they can see my background and history and experience. But I'm not. You know what I think? I got companies recruit me on LinkedIn, too. I bet they do. Like, I don't pay a lot of attention, but literally every two weeks, I'll get, you know, something about, um, you know, some company got a CEO opening or, you know, some, you know, they want a, a chief marketing officer or something like, I was not paying attention to them, but you actually just reminded me that I get that stuff in my inbox all the time, too. So they're looking at your experience. They're looking at your profile. They're also looking at the trail that you leave on social media, right? So when I say your Facebook and Instagram profiles should be similar, if not, you know, not quite the same, but similar, you're leaving breadcrumbs all over social media. They know who you are and they're looking for the right candidate, they're gonna look and find you. They don't care what you're doing now, they wanna entice you, right? So the same is true for people looking for ideal candidates. If you're looking to hire, look on LinkedIn for sure. Next time one of my team members tell me, hey, you know what, I'm looking at other places. I'm, I'm looking at other places too. <laughs> Keep giving me a hard time, I'll be out of here get my, <laughs> getting my own job. That's right, they in my inbox. That's good, so so all right, so so we dropping it down. So we finding out um, that, hey, we can connect directly with people and get to them. We finding out the fact that you know, the content that we're sharing on other platforms, we need to share it. Now, I'm sure, you know, uh, content specifically created for it will probably do better, but just repurposing what you have as a place to start is better than nothing, right? You you said that, hey, the majority, I forgot, it was like 0.00... 0.004%. Are only sharing. So it's still a blue ocean for us to get out there and share more on. Now, um, for business owners you're specifically working with, what are some things that you've seen or done that's made a major impact in a short yeah. amount of time? I love that question. Um, it sounds so, like what kind of businesses they were too, because I know, you know, people always listen and say, well, that, that's cool, but you know, my business is different. Like, different. like what are some of the different kind of businesses <laughs> you've helped with LinkedIn? So we work with service businesses, we work with e-commerce e businesses, we work with um, authors, we work with, gosh, uh, everything under the sun, really specifically coaches, consultants. Um, I've got a, a lingerie business owner right now that we're working with. I've worked with, um, um, again, folks who are focused on e-commerce, specifically uh, hair products and accessories. Mm -hmm. So I like to give those examples because folks say, well, Adrian, I sell synthetic hair. Like, my business won't do well on LinkedIn. I say, well, the people on LinkedIn have hair, mm. right? And so there are a plethora of African-American women business owners or employees who are on LinkedIn, right? And so 
just imagine the struggle that I have with my natural hair and figuring out how I can go to work and what I'm going to wear. Is there some uh, protective um, wig or something I can wear on my hair? What about the Crown Act that was passed in California that makes it illegal now to discriminate against hair? So if you're the expert and you're writing about the Crown Act or you have that in your newsletter, then I'm drawing more to you because I see you're sharing nuggets of information that's valuable to me. You know, so that's good. Let's say that for a second because what I'm thinking about as you say that is the fact that it's a lot of people say, hey, you know what? I'm done with Facebook. I'm off it. I'm not going. It's a lot of people say, hey, I'm not interested in Instagram and TikTok because I feel like it's a waste of my time. I don't get value from it. But they may naturally gravitate towards LinkedIn. They may be on LinkedIn. You know, I know, like, just like it's folks on those other platforms every day, it's folks that, you know, they get started, they logging into LinkedIn and pulling up their LinkedIn feed and going through it. But that makes sense, right? That since that's their primary native, I feel like everybody has a native uh, social media platform sure. that, that you were just most in tune with. Whether you use it or don't use it, it's just like, it's just something about it appeals to you and that's where you get most of your content. You like to watch the feed. Even if you're not posting something, you're lurking and reading stuff. So for the people that LinkedIn is their primary platform, they still need all the things that, you know, the people on, on Facebook need or Instagram need or whatever like that. So it just would make sense. I never really thought about that before, but you're totally right. And what's refreshing is that people on LinkedIn are, are now starting to see a little bit more in their feeds. So they're not expecting to see you talk about um, e-commerce brands or something they can purchase or buy or that you have a sale coming up. But I have clients that are doing that. They're sharing like their accessories and clothing that they got on sale and they're putting it on LinkedIn. So now guess what? The person's going to see it. They're not used to seeing it in their feeds. They're going to click off and go yeah. to your website and buy. I was, I was just thinking that's probably hot because especially as we get into the holidays, like on Facebook, that's all you're going to see, right? On Instagram, that's all you're going to see. Like on these different platforms that um, are more traditional for that type of selling, like you're going to, like you said, inundated with it, like every, you know, two out of three or four posts is going to be about that. But on some place like LinkedIn, that would be way different for me. Like the stuff I see in my feed is never really somebody just straight up saying, hey, this is my offer, this is what I'm doing. That's right. Interesting. So, and that's just the content, right, that you're sharing. LinkedIn also has ads, sponsor mm -hmm. ads. And so they have... I don't know, six or seven different placements where you can put, you can even do an ad in somebody's email. So if you want to make it really personal and make your message really, you know, land for their audience, send them an email message as an ad. I mean, you can absolutely advertise and tell them what you have to offer and what you have to sell, especially if you know, again, your targeted audience, you can land it right in their lap. And just for clarity for everybody that doesn't know, I want to talk about what InMail is. Oh, yeah, yeah. So InMail is LinkedIn's inbox. Right? It's like your Facebook inbox, your Instagram inbox, right? That DM that you talk about all the time. So LinkedIn is called InMail. And so you can have um, a regular, you know, if you're connected with somebody first level connected, then you can send them a direct message. But if you do an advertisement for, for InMail, it'll come to them in a, like a separate um, email inbox, but they're still going to get it. You get, you get to talk to them directly. And it's kind of highlighted with the word InMail or something like So it kind of stands. That's right. It's saying, you know, and I'm thinking about it, when I go into LinkedIn, um, I'll probably read those first. I think they're always at the top of my box and they kind of stand out. So I do kind of see them where yep. even if I don't see like all the other stuff down there, like I'm always kind of drawn towards that. You'll see them. Um, and what I love too is that um, LinkedIn gives you suggestions, right? It offers you information. It'll show you again, if you, if you focus on advertising an in-mail, it'll say, hey, you have some in-mail like, in your separate inbox. But if you focus on just straight up advertising on LinkedIn, it's going to show you in different placements, mm -hmm. different areas. So you'll see it. Hmm. This is good. All right. Um, any other big mistakes that business owners make or things that they should be doing that they're not? Yes, I have a really big one that I want to share. Um, people are, business owners are very concerned about their history, right, and their experience. Now, 
Um, it's always good to share what you've done to give yourself credibility, but I find that a lot of business owners are really concerned about how they're positioning their business going forward, especially if they're still working on nine to five, if they're you still got to, you know, this is their side hustle. They're really concerned about how they position their, their business is going to make them money, right, and how they're going to leverage that because they're concerned about what other people are thinking. Correct. And so my question is always, why are you concerned about people that you don't even talk to anymore? that you haven't worked with in six, seven, ten years, right? Why are you allowing them to impact your future and the trajectory of your business when you should really be focused on landing their message solidly with your audience? Mm. That's a big mistake people make. And you see that often? I see it every day. So how does that manifest itself? Let's go deep into that. Like, okay. Like, what are they saying? So there's, like, like when they come to you and they're, they're telling you, like, what's the language they're using? So I want people listening to be able to identify yeah. this to themselves. So they can say this to me. They say, well, Adrian, um, you know, I don't know what to put on my LinkedIn profile because um, I don't want my coworkers to see what I, I have on here because I started my business and I really um, want to want it to take off, but I don't want to change that. How do I, how do I message my business on LinkedIn? And I said, what's your priority? Is your priority growing your business or is your priority worrying about what people are thinking about as they read your, your content? Folks that you work with or have worked with in the past that you don't even care about anymore. Mm -hmm. The language is, um, I'm concerned about how I message my, how do I talk about my business on LinkedIn? And I'll say, well, how do you talk about it now? Like, how do you describe what it is that you do? Uh, some of the questions I get to are, how do I position myself on LinkedIn? What do I say in terms of describing my business? And I say, well, who do you help? How do you help people? What's your value proposition? I always um, encourage business owners to lead with the value that you deliver because if you don't, then people don't know what you're gonna sell them. They don't know how your service or your, your product is going to help them. When you lead with value, then they're really clear on what your offering is for them. I love it, I love it. All right, so um, let's lead with value. Okay. <laughs> how do you help business owners? What do you do? What does LinkedIn Pros do in case people are interested I'll in learning it. more? So LinkedIn Pros really helps business owners to define their brand on LinkedIn, leveraging this platform of choice, right? Uh, we lean in, we optimize your profile. Optimizing means we research and address those keywords I talked about earlier and find the right language to use and leverage using competitive research uh, making sure that as folks are searching for uh, opportunities for your service or your product that you're, you come up with that number. We also help our, uh, our clients find those ideal targets for them to, to message their information to, right? We're looking for the ideal candidates for you to sell your services to. We're even helping you to craft the language in that inbox, um, that, that sales message that's gonna attract them so that you can land and close the sale. I love it. And then people listen, they say, hey, I, that sounds like something I'm learning. I wanna learn more about how can they get in touch with you. Yep, so we've got an uh, amazing site that we update all the time, the LinkedInPros.com. You can absolutely connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, Adrian Simpson 1913 on LinkedIn. And for sure, just um, reach out to us on all social media platforms at the LinkedIn Pros. All right, I love it, I love it. So y'all have heard all about LinkedIn, about how you need to get in it, right? Asia dropped a ton of nuggets, right? Like a lot, a ton of actionable items. This may have been one of the most actionable episodes I think we've shot so far, where you guys got so much that you can take and get implemented and make happen. And if you say, hey, you know what? Like, I heard all of it, it's amazing, I don't know what to do. I encourage you just connect directly with Adrian. Her and her team at LinkedIn Pros can handle you and make sure you get what you need um, all the way tighten up, right? Whether it's through your uh, personal career, whether it's through your actual business and getting you to where you need to get to. Any last words you wanna to get to people? I just want people to know that the money is on LinkedIn. If you are not actively using LinkedIn, you are missing out. And I mean, there is, uh, there is millions 
millions to be made on that platform. And don't miss out on making money. All right, so if you want to live and be made for your business, listen to what Adrian said and make it happen. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Traffic Sales and Profit Show. Hey, do me a favor. If you enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe and follow us on this platform right now to make sure you do not miss a beat as we drop new episodes and additional content every single week. Also, if you'd like to get access to a free paperback copy of my book, access to the TSP Traffic Sales and Profit free Facebook group, our challenges, resources, our events, and more, make sure you visit us at www.trafficsalesandprofit.com forward slash podcast.